Hello everyone, welcome back to the Daydream and Listen podcast. I'm your host, Krista. Hope you're doing wonderful and that you're having a lovely day so far. I'm doing excellent, honestly, feeling super great, I'll just say that. Um, I went to get some groceries this morning and I lugged this massive watermelon back home. I was pretty impressed that I made it the whole way and walked up three flights of steps to my apartment. I was carrying the watermelon, like resting on my hips and my stomach, like it was a pregnant belly. It was so massive and I got like a smaller size one. I can't imagine if I got one of the larger ones, but I'm very excited about it because watermelon is one of my favorite fruits and I feel like it's perfect season right now for watermelon or at least I think so yeah it just the little things are making my day pretty great um and this whole weekend I feel like has been so nice like the weather in New York has been really great and I've just been having a good old time up here so for this week's podcast episode I'm pretty excited to talk about this uh, this week, I'm going to be talking about ugly fashion, or at least like the type of fashion that is generally perceived as being ugly. I've sort of noticed this since like the late 2010s that there seems to be this like go to ugly fashion item that people put on a pedestal for a season and then we move on to the next ugly fashion item. And at first, I thought ugly fashion items like dad shoes crazy like maximalist knits and those like uh wrap around frame sunglasses i thought they were like all obscure trends that were just popping up randomly but then i realized that this whole concept of making an ugly fashion item fashionable was something that seems to be reoccurring season after season so today i sort of want to do like a deep dive on why ugly fashion has become such a phenomenon over the past couple of years and how you can choose to embrace it if you're sort of on the fence because I know for me the past I'd say like five or so years I've been pretty skeptical of these different like ugly fashion items but now I'm at this point where I'm like you know what this is something that keeps to be coming back and why not just learn how to embrace it? I mean, obviously every trend, like I'm not going to be buying into or whatever, but I think it's cool to try and like embrace something new that's very much so out of your comfort zone. So excited to talk about that and like get into why this thing is such a phenomenon. But before we do that, let's discuss the highs and the lows of this past week in my life. Okay, so starting out with my highs of the week, Uh, Last night, definitely big high, I went out to dinner with one of my best friends. I had not seen her in a little over a year, so we were both beyond excited to reunite, and we went out to this cute little Mexican place and got tacos. I tried an espresso martini for the first time. I know I'm very late to the game. Those drinks are super popular, and I understand why. It was pretty good. It was just a little too strong for my liking, but I did enjoy it. And of course, being with one of my best friends was just, oh my gosh, unbelievable. We laughed, we nearly cried, we just talked and talked and talked for hours, and it was 
just a wonderful, wonderful evening. Also, I went on this wonderful hot girl sunset walk the other day. And normally, I don't know when you guys like to do your little hot girl walks, but I typically will go earlier in the day, like a morning or if it's a weekend, like maybe around 11 a.m., 12, 1, something like that. But I decided to go at sunset on Friday and it was so great. I felt like I walked so many different places and right at sunset, the city just looked so beautiful. Like I loved the sun beaming off like the tall um, like high-rise buildings and like the glass on the buildings. I don't know. It was so pretty. But yeah, so that was a nice walk, you know, just listening to some good music, really enjoying the nice weather. And yeah, it was such a great time. And then also this past week, I celebrated my one year anniversary at my job, which was very exciting. I cannot believe that I have been working in the industry for a year post-grad. It's been, it's just, it's so crazy to think that I graduated last year and now I've been working full-time in fashion for a year. I don't know. It's gone by so quickly, but I've learned so much along the way and just excited to like keep going on this journey. Hate to call things a journey, but you know, we have to, we have to call it something. Um, Yeah, I'm just excited for what's ahead and I think the best is yet to come, truly. Okay, and then for my lows of the week. So I was very, very sad on Friday. Friday was pretty rough for me. The rest of the week was like, I'd say fairly good, like nothing crazy, um, terrible was happening or anything like that. But Friday, oh my God, I woke up and just like immediately knew, okay, not to get all like TMI too personal, but you know, whenever people say like a woman's intuition, that stuff is not made up. Women have some type of like intuitive nature, intuitive understanding with like their bodies. I feel like women are just so tapped in with our mind, body, soul, like everything. Sorry, I feel like I'm talking so woo-woo right now, but I woke up and I was just like, oh my god, like I just know, I just know I'm going to start my period today. And here's the thing, I'm awful, absolutely awful with like tracking my period and whatnot. I usually will just be like, oh yeah, I think it's coming this week or like, oh, I think it's coming whenever. But I know people have like period tracking apps and whatnot, which by the way, I also heard those are not the best to use because I think they like track your location, which can be scary, but that's a whole nother story for another day. Anyways, I just woke up anew and usually on my first day or two of being on my period, I have like horrendous cramps and I knew that, okay, this is to be expected. So, you know, ready to pop the ibuprofen, ready to drink some mint tea, all this kind of stuff. But my cramps were so bad. Like the worst I've ever had. I was doubled over in pain. I at one point started crying because I was just like, this is not fair. Why 
am I in so much pain right now? Like I was just sitting at my desk and trying to work and was just in the utmost pain. And I'm like, what am I supposed to do right now? Because I feel like even if I sat on my bed, like somewhere a little bit more comfier than my desk chair, that wouldn't even help. And unfortunately, I don't have a heating pad or a hot water bottle. I really want to buy one soon because those things are just amazing to always have. But I, you know, I was like, all right, I took my ibuprofen. I've been trying to stay hydrated. I've been trying to avoid caffeine because I know for me, like caffeine just amps up my cramps. I don't know why, but I was just so confused. Like, okay, why this time around am I experiencing so much pain? And the reason why I was so sad was because I had plans to go to this outdoor movie at this really, really, really cute place in Manhattan. And I was going to go and I was just like, you know what? I literally cannot do this. I do not have the energy or the capacity to put on a cute outfit, go travel to this place and, you know, be at this outdoor movie until very late at night. So I had to cancel my plans and I was very, very sad um, because it's just like, you know what? I shouldn't have to reroute my plans and like redo my entire day just because of my cramps and like stuff that you really can't control. It just, it really bummed me out. And I know like summer just began. There's so many outdoor movie opportunities in the city this summer. So I'll definitely be trying to make these plans happen again, but you know, it just, it sucks sometimes. I love being a girl for many, many reasons, but it's days like that where I'm just like, this is so unfair. I hate this. Anyways, sorry to go on and on and probably share too much information. Um, Those were my highs and my lows of the week. Now let's get into this week's episode topic on ugly fashion. LOL, right as I'm like recording this episode, I posted this reel of this outfit that I wore um, last night when I went out to dinner with my friend because I thought it was a cute outfit. It was like definitely a little bit different, but I liked it. I felt like it went well together. And this girl comments on my um, post of it that it's ugly. So perfect timing. I just want to say, hey, thanks so much. Listen to the podcast episode because more conversations about ugly fashion are happening here. All right, so, you know, the saying beauty is in the eye of the beholder, that's a thing, right? Well, I find that ugly fashion is pretty subjective, but I do think we can all agree that trendy items that fall under this ugly fashion umbrella, they tend to step outside of what we deem as, like, conventionally attractive and aesthetically pleasing, I feel like even if you're into the ugly fashion look, you would say like, oh, this is like kind of ugly, you know? No one is trying to say that wearing, I don't know, like chunky dad shoes or like um, the Balenciaga Crocs are like, oh, this is absolutely drop dead gorgeous haute couture type stuff. You know what I mean? I, um, in preparing for this episode, I was just, like, trying to read up on what other people were thinking about ugly fashion and just, I don't know, trying to see if people have been talking about this phenomenon, and I read this really great article from CR Fashion Book about ugliness in fashion, 
And to quote the fashion researcher Joelle Frizzilli, she says that ugliness in fashion makes fashion relevant, end quote. And I think that statement is so incredibly true because it shows that ugly fashion contributes to making fashion relevant on social media. I think a lot of ugly fashion trends tend to thrive on platforms like Instagram, TikTok, and Pinterest because these items are so visually jarring that they have this sort of like shock value to them and they cause people to stop, stare, and analyze whether or not they like this look or whether or not they would wear this particular item and you know i feel like the whole like clickbait shock value people trying to push the envelope on social media that's been a thing that's just been growing and growing and growing and i feel like it's also been a thing in fashion people are always trying to like push the envelope and like you know go beyond what's considered normal in fashion and I feel like these consistent ugly fashion items kind of just underscore this idea that people want to make fashion interesting and this ugliness that we see in fashion it makes fashion relevant it like gets people talking And I've come to realize that wearing ugly fashion items can just be really fun. And it's quite the challenge, but it's a fun challenge when it comes to styling these ugly items. In some weird way, I would say that styling an ugly item can help solidify or further evolve your own personal style because these items are pretty unconventional and require some serious creativity with how you style them like you can't just put on I don't know one of these items in the same way that you would put on a white t-shirt and a pair of jeans you know you have to be like a little bit more creative and put a little bit more thought behind how you want to wear this particular item and I think in doing that it helps it can help make you stand out it adds like this unique layer to your personal style and For me, I guess the way that I go about ugly fashion is I know that not every single item is going to be for me, but I want to find the ones that I feel like I could integrate into my personal style, if that makes sense. And I feel like with ugly fashion, not as many people are willing to adopt these new fashion items um, just because there is some risk involved in wearing them. So in a lot of ways they aren't trying to be popular like don't expect every single person to be wearing this particular ugly fashion item because it does require this level of risk that not everybody is wanting to put into wearing a fashion item a lot of people are just comfortable wearing their go-to pieces and there's absolutely nothing wrong with that um so, you know, I I was trying to think, like, why all of a sudden does it feel like more and more people are trying to make ugly fashion fashionable? And we all know that trends and popular styles usually find a way to make some sort of return. And when they return, they've evolved in some capacity, right? Like, most trends, let's say, from the 90s. It's not a carbon copy from the 90s exactly. Like, we'll take 
designers will take certain elements from previous decades and like previous popular styles and they'll tweak them a little bit and they'll update them or you know maybe we'll rethink the colors or the patterns but we'll keep the silhouette the same so a lot of styles from the early 2000s had this sort of like kitschiness and irony to them what some people might consider ugly and because a lot of these trends are making a comeback like y2k early 2000s fashion it has become so popular, I feel like is because a lot of people are leaning into the irony of it all and are finding ways to wear these items that are conventionally maybe not the most beautiful. Um, I personally love early 2000s slash Y2K type fashion. I love it a lot, but I can see why some people are like, ew, I hate it. It's too kitschy or it's just like, I don't know, too extra, and they might consider that ugly. I also think that there are aspects of rebellion and pursuing counterculture that are driven by ugly fashion trends. We all know that fashion is one of the most ultimate forms of self-expression, and through wearing ugly fashion items, people can really express their feelings of defiance and breaking away from norms. And I feel like that helps ugly fashion thrive. And I think definitely during this time, a lot of people have said that in this post-pandemic world that we're living in, you know, late stage capitalism, people are wanting to... I don't know, be a part of like this counterculture, rebellion, defy norms, and really, I don't know, have this like revolutionary way of thinking, I guess. And I think that's why we see so many ugly fashion trends thrive is because they're fueled with this mentality that, you know, people want to express themselves and express their feelings in fashion. And if a lot of people are feeling very defiant and wanting to rebel a little bit or just like be different and go against the grain, then maybe they're more likely to choose these ugly fashion items. Also, a lot of these fashion items tend to prioritize comfort and utility. And I think that before the pandemic, people were definitely shifting into making fashion more practical and comfortable you know, athleisure was a big thing pre-pandemic. When people started wearing leggings as pants, like that was a huge shift. And now that we're in this post-pandemic world, people now more than ever want to incorporate elements of practicality and comfort into their everyday items. And so if you think about a lot of these ugly fashion items, many of them prioritize practicality, comfort, but they're also still expressive. You know, people who are very fashion-oriented, I think they realize that, hey, we can be expressive and we can also find clothing items that are comfortable. So here are some examples of these ugly fashion items. So one of the most popular ones is the dad sneaker or like the chunky uh, ugly sneaker. These were very, very popular in the late 2010s. They're still remaining a big thing because different brands are coming up with different styles of them. And it's something that I think we're just going to see 
to, you know, continue to evolve. Um, because I think people woke up and realized that like, hey, wearing sneakers with a skirt or a dress shouldn't be frowned upon. It's practical and you can make it look cute. Mom jeans, I think, you know, especially Gen Z, we've strayed away from the skin tight jeans and we like the mom jean silhouette or like the straight leg jean silhouette a lot better. It's much more comfortable, probably a little bit more practical, maybe have some more room in your pockets. Um, And some people might think it's like not as flattering as a silhouette, so that's why they might call it ugly. But like personally, I really like the silhouette more than, you know, skin tight skinny jeans. Um, another one are like the Ed Hardy slash Von Dutch items. These were like particular items from the early 2000s that we see make a return. Maybe they were considered ugly back then. I'm sure to this day there are people who consider those types of looks ugly, but they are making a return. They don't necessarily have anything to do with like practicality or comfort but they are very expressive and so you know they have this sort of like edgy look to them I wouldn't necessarily say they're like punk but they have this sort of like edgy ironic kitschy look to them and I think that's why we see a return of them today we also have crocs birkenstocks and those pool slide type shoes making a return Um, you know, I'm not a big croc girly. My sisters have crocs and they wear them to work because they're comfortable to wear. Um, and then also like the the gibbets that you can customize and make them personal. But you know, like Balenciaga has made crocs and other brands have made like platform type croc shoes. And then Birkenstocks or like wearing socks with sandals typically seen as an ugly thing, but some people have found ways to make it more fashionable looking. And then the pool slide type shoes, I mean, it's summertime, so of course people want to wear things like that um, to the pool or the beach, but you can also make them super, super fashionable, and they're pretty comfy on your on your feet. Also, the wraparound slash visor-like sunglasses. I know I talked about those in a previous episode. I think it was the episode where I talk about what I'm wearing this summer for fashion. And I don't know. I don't want to sound like a hypocrite, but I think I've come around a little bit on these types of sunglasses. At first, I was like, "Mm, not the biggest fan because the ones I was seeing were like, I don't know, it just reminded me what like a motocross or dirt bike rider would wear for their uh, sunglasses, but I've seen some different versions, like I think there's a Versace pair that are from the early 2000s, and I'm like, okay, I like this silhouette, like it can be, um what's the right word, like a chrome material, they can be in all different types of colors, have little rhinestone gems on them, like they can be cute. So I've definitely come around on this type of trend, but I feel like the this particular type of trend was super popular, super popular in the early 2000s, and also it might have some like practicality to it, like maybe it 
covers your eyes better and like blocks out the sun better. Who knows? I haven't worn a pair yet, but perhaps that's another reason why they're popular. Um, also, the return of the Ugg boots. Now, I know it's summer right now, so I'm sure there are very few people wearing Uggs, but Uggs are incredibly comfortable. I mean, they make all different types of pairs, so some people might say they're fashionable, the colors and styles can go with many things, but I think ultimately Uggs are so popular and were so popular in the 2000s because of their comfort. And of course, with the return of many 2000s trends, it makes sense that Uggs were to have this comeback. And then also like clap back slash um, like ironic slogan graphic tees. Those were very, very popular in the early 2000s. Think of uh, Paris Hilton. Like I feel like she always wore so many of these. I think she has one that's pretty iconic. It says like, stop being poor, those types of things. Those are very, very popular now. And while they might not be incredibly ugly because it's just like bold block letters on a plain t-shirt or a tank top, some people might be like, oh, that's not high fashion. Like that's not super, super beautiful. It's not this work of art, but they are making a return And I think it's because they have this like rebellious, ironic attitude to them. And they're also reminiscent of the early 2000s. I'm sure there's so many more that I'm missing. So, you know, please excuse if I missed one. But there's a plethora of ugly fashion trends to discuss. So something that I thought was really interesting from the CR Fashion Book article was this idea that Although ugly fashion can be perceived as a trend, and we all know that speeding up of the trend cycle is so terrible for the environment and leads to a ton of overconsumption, um, ugly fashion is sort of recycling these forgotten about staple classic items from times like the 2000s. I think that there can be a sustainable approach to consuming ugly fashion trends because ugly fashion emphasizes that you should keep fashion items that you really like from back in the day because you never know, it can always make a comeback. And we should be less inclined to constantly be purchasing a new version of the latest ugly fashion item. And instead, let's be resourceful of the items that we do have and maybe let's pull from our dad's sneakers for like an ugly dad shoe or let's bring out our uggs that we haven't worn since we were in middle school if we want to participate in that trend and of course if there are items that you're like i would really like to have this quote ugly fashion item um, and have it be something that i wear for a long time but i don't own it yet then I would definitely encourage you checking out thrift stores because I feel like you can find a lot of these ugly fashion items at your thrift store and you're buying secondhand and you're not going to have to pay as much for it. But I would definitely encourage that you are buying an ugly fashion item that you're going to be able to wear multiple times. Like for me, my whole approach to trends is I don't really want to participate in a trend unless I can see myself adopting the, uh, adopting this to my personal style and wearing this type of trend long after it's popular. 
um, because I feel like it meshes well with who I am as a person and it meshes well with my own personal style. So I'm fine with wearing something long after it's considered trendy. So that's just my perspective on it. Obviously, go about things how you want, but I do think it's interesting that in a way, ugly fashion, the ugly fashion trend could be a little bit more sustainable than like typical trends that we see. I also think it's interesting to think that um, think about ugly fashion since the word chuggy was this huge thing last year and a lot of things that people were calling chuggy have made their way back into the fashion spotlight and you know I always think there's going to be room for things that never make a return um, or you know like I was saying earlier things always come back but they come back in different ways So let's say like chevron print. The chevron print that we know from the 2010s, if it's ever going to come back, it's not going to come back that way. Or if it does, it's going to come back in a very ironic way. You know what I mean? So I think it's just a good reminder to maybe not call something chuggy so quickly because you never know, it could make a comeback. Um, Or maybe, you know, we just stop calling things chuggy. I don't know. Maybe let's just do that. Now, like I said earlier, participating in ugly fashion requires a bit of a risk and you definitely have to step out of your comfort zone. But for me, I've realized that I'm someone who really loves nostalgia from my childhood. So like anything early 2000s is right up my alley. And I found that if I want to embrace something um, and someone may consider this thing ugly then I don't really care. If I like it and it is considered ugly by lots of people, then, you know, who cares what they think? I'm the one wearing it. And I think that there are a variety of avenues to ugly fashion and you just have to find that avenue that feels the most like you and it, you know, that fashion item is going to send whatever type of message you want it to send. You know what I mean? So like if I'm wearing a t-shirt that let's say has, um, I don't know, I have yet to find one, but like a the Bobby Jack monkey on it, you know what I'm talking about? Like that little character from the early 2000s. Some people might consider that so ugly because they're like, um, this is like, for children this is super old like why would you want to bring this back but for me I'm like hey it's nostalgia you may consider it ugly and that's okay but I'm going to be wearing this because I feel like it resonates well with me I truly love that ugly fashion styles force me out of my comfort zone and add a bit of excitement and unpredictability into my wardrobe So all of that to say that when you see this new hot item on the runway and your initial reaction is to be like, ew, who would wear that? Or ew, why is this thing coming back? Just know that there could be a reason behind why this thing is coming back and why it's entering into the fashion zeitgeist again. Um, Because I do think there is like a purpose behind most ugly fashion items and it'll just be interesting to see what's the next, what's the next big one. Um, but yeah, that is pretty much all I have to say on ugly fashion. 
I encourage you guys, if you're still on the fence about it, maybe, you know, look a little bit on Pinterest, look a little bit on TikTok or Instagram, see if there's anything that you can pull from and push yourself out of your fashion comfort zones because I think ugly fashion is a great facilitator for that. But yeah, that's pretty much all I have to say on ugly fashion. Hope you guys found this episode interesting. This was a topic that I know might seem a little bit random, but I was just very curious about it and wanted to explore it a little bit more. Um, So I hope you got something out of it. But yeah, hope you guys have a great rest of your day and a wonderful week ahead of you. And as always, thanks for listening. Bye, guys. Bye.